Hello, friends. Do you love to travel and learn about new places and things? Great, then you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun exploring the USA, the world, and beyond. Hello, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here with my bestie, Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. Gracie here. I'm so glad you joined us today because we're exploring China. I remember when we visited the China Pavilion in Epcot at Disney World. And now we're here at the real place. That's right, we did. About 14 other countries surround this Asian country, so it was easy to hop over from our last stop, India. China is the fourth largest country in the world, right after the United States. How big is it, you ask? From east to west, it's 3,100 miles, and it's 3,400 miles from north to south. It also has the second highest population after India. I know! And one out of every five people in the world is Chinese! And the Mandarin Chinese language is spoken more than any other one on the earth! Even though the country is really big, it only has one time zone! The U.S. has six when you count Alaska and Hawaii. That must be really nice, because sometimes I get so sleepy when I have to call my friend in California, because when it's afternoon in California, it's nighttime home in Pennsylvania. She doesn't like it when I wake her up too early. You don't like to get up early either, Jasmine. Most people live in the eastern part of China. Some interesting land features include that tallest mountain on Earth, Mount Everest, which is between China and Nepal. The Gobi Desert, the largest desert in Asia, is in China and Mongolia. China has thousands of rivers. The Yangtze and the Yellow Rivers are the most important. I wonder, do you think the Yellow River really is yellow? Actually, it is, Jasmine. Rock and mineral dust called silt gives the water its yellow-brown color. A big place like China has lots of great animals. Two of my faves are the Chinese white dolphins, which live off southern China and are often pink. How adorable. The other is the giant panda, of course. These black and white sweeties live only in the cloudy mountains of southwest China and nowhere else. Well, except in zoos. I hope we get to see some. Those do sound like your type of animals. Now for a little history. China is an ancient country. Chinese history is divided into dynasties. A different family of emperors ruled in each dynasty. The first empire was the Qin Dynasty, and it began in 221 BC. Ancient China was also a land of invention. For centuries, China was way ahead of most other countries in science and technology, astronomy, and math. The Chinese invented paper, printing, the magnetic compass, porcelain china, silk, and gunpowder, just to name a few. That was only a few? Boy, were they busy. I think we're going to have to spend more than one episode here. Why don't we start exploring in the capital city, Beijing? Beijing is one of the world's oldest and most crowded cities. 
Absolutely, Jasmine. I am so excited to explore all of the ancient history here. Some of the buildings are 3,000 years old, but it also has many beautiful modern skyscrapers and the bird's nest. Gracie, lots of places have bird's nests. You're right about that, Jasmine, but this bird's nest is a nickname for the Beijing National Stadium, where the 2008 Summer Olympics were held. Beijing also hosted the 2022 Winter Olympics, making it the first city to host both games. This stadium got its name because it looks like a bird's nest made out of steel. The structure can even withstand very strong earthquakes. Wow, that is really special. I remember watching the games on TV. Now I'm excited to see the Great Wall of China. It's super huge. We'll get there, but we're going to begin our exploration in Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square is one of the largest public squares in China. It's a meeting place for people to celebrate holidays, to protest, or just to hang out. I see some people doing Tai Chi. I love doing Tai Chi. This exercise uses both your mind and your body. The slow movements helps me to feel calm, although it started out as an ancient martial art in China. How do you like my cloud hands? They are very floaty and cloud-like. Thanks! It was so much fun to do it right here in China. Who is that man in that picture on that building? That is Chairman Mao. Mao was a communist leader that founded the People's Republic of China in 1949. He united the country, but in doing so, many people who didn't agree with him lost their lives. Oh, dear! That was awful! Perhaps he should have done more Tai Chi. I really like the Chinese buildings. They're so different than the ones at home. The roofs curve up at the ends and make me think of bird wings. Lots of buildings are painted red and yellow. Yes, they are. Red and yellow are lucky colors in China. In ancient China, most of the buildings were made from wood. I like the pagodas. These tall towers were built as Buddhist temples and often get skinnier as they get higher. They are built with many eaves or roof edges that stick out from the walls. I think the eaves make the towers look like they have wings. They sure do. Are you ready to go to the Forbidden City? Gracie, how can we go to the Forbidden City if we aren't allowed in? Well, it's easy because it isn't forbidden anymore. This is where one of the world's biggest museums, the Palace Museum, is located. The palace was home to 24 emperors. It's called the Forbidden City because most people weren't allowed inside. You could only come in by invitation of the emperor. And then you could only go into certain buildings. The emperor was the only one who could go into every building. The city was built in 1406 during the Ming Dynasty. Well, that wasn't very nice. Good thing that's no longer the rule. The Forbidden City is surrounded by walls, so we can go in here at the Southern or the Meridian Gate. The two main areas inside are the Outer Court, where the business took place, and the inner court. This is where the emperor and his family lived. Jinkies! It's super huge and super gorgeous. 
Lots of buildings with all those eaves. And I see lots of dragons. I wonder how many I can find. That will be fun to do. We'll see dragons all over China. Dragons mean power, good luck, and strength. The emperors thought they were descended from dragons. There will be a lot to see here with 980 buildings and 9,999 rooms. Gracie, I cannot look at 9,999 rooms. My feet will get too tired. No worries. How about we check out the Central Hall of Supreme Harmony? It's the largest and most important building here. The hall was the main throne room of the emperor. You should be able to see his golden throne and lots of dragons since there are about 12,000 dragons decorating the room. The hall was used for grand ceremonies like the emperor's wedding and meeting important people. I do see lots and lots of dragons. I don't think I can count all the way up to 12,000 today. I agree. That is a lot of dragons. But they're not the only animals here. Lions, elephants, and even a tortoise and a crane. We can't miss finding the phoenix bird, which is the symbol of the empress. Never! Gracie, do you see all the animals that are up on the roof eaves or the ridges outside? The Hall of Supreme Harmony has ten because it's the most important building here. The animals are here to bless and protect the buildings. Oh, I need a break. I'm tired of all this walking. Oh, dear. How about a tour of the Hutong by rickshaw? A rickshaw? Will that be fun? Absolutely. A rickshaw is a two-wheel carriage with a roof that's pulled by a person. Well, that sounds like fun for me, but I don't think it would be very fun for the person pulling it. That's hard work. Not to worry. Rickshaw drivers now pull them using a bicycle. Okay, then. Onward. How about this one with a red roof and fringes? Where are we going? Through the hutongs or the ancient alleyways of Beijing. We can see the people of Beijing and their shops and restaurants. We're going to stop here. Let's get out and go in. I have a surprise for you. Oh, goody, Gracie. Is it an art class? Yes, it is. We're going to be learning calligraphy or how to write in Chinese. We've been hearing lots of Mandarin Chinese. This language uses symbols or characters when it's written. It's written from top to bottom on the piece of paper. An adult usually knows about 8,000 different characters. By 13 years old, most Chinese children can read and write 3,000 characters. Wow, that's a lot of these pretty characters. The words look so pretty. I learned how to write ni hao. That means hello. And I can write xie xie, which means thank you. This was a super fun surprise. Thanks, Gracie. But now I really want to go see the Great Wall. But I think I need a break. I agree. I think we'll start with the Great Wall when we come back next time. Do you agree? Yes, and it's time for jokes. Dragon jokes today. What's a hungry dragon's favorite day of the week? I know. Tuesday. You got it. Can you stump me? I'll try my best. 
Why are dragons so amazing at making music? Because they're good dancers? Good try, but it's because they really know their scales. Oh, that's funny. My favorite place was doing Tai Chi in Tiananmen Square. How about you, Gracie? My favorite place was going to the Forbidden City and seeing how the emperors lived so very long ago. How about you, friends? What was your favorite place? Now don't forget to tell someone you love. That's right. And don't forget to come back next week to see more of China, like the Great Wall. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my dear friends. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.